Hello and welcome to the Rebecca Lee Podcast. I'm your host and wellness sis, Rebecca. I'm an LA-based holistic nutritionist and I'm here to help guide you through the world of wellness in the most straightforward, balanced, and intuitive way. Join me every week for casual big sis chats as I spill the deets on all things real holistic health and wellness to guide you towards living your best life. Now, let's get into it. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you're here for today's episode. And I want to share that today's episode is also going to be something that's very near and dear to my heart and something I'm a little bit passionate about. Um, just because it's something that I've personally struggled with my entire life for at least as long as I can remember and something that I've actively worked on a lot and have improved and have tips for you guys now and that is all around anxiety and this episode is going to be specifically five tips to help with anxiety, to help ease your anxiety to help, be, to help yourself be less anxious on a day-to-day basis, whatever it is, I really want to open up the conversation around mental health and anxiety and everything that has to do around anxiety because I personally have struggled with anxiety and being anxious and feeling anxious and overall just not the best of things. And what inspired this episode today was the fact that I was having a conversation with a friend just a few days ago about how I feel like I used to be so much more of an anxious person than I am now. And they were asking me, you know, like, why? Why do you think that's changed? What what did you really do to help with that? And as I was having that conversation, I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel like this would be a really good and helpful podcast episode. So here we are. I hope that the episode today maybe helps bring some tips, clarity, advice into your life that you can use in your day-to-day basis to help ease anxiety or, you know, any anxious thoughts or feelings that you might be having on a day-to-day basis. Before we get into the tips, I do want to make a disclaimer and make this very, very clear that these tips that I'm sharing is just from my own personal experience and what has helped me personally with my anxiety and becoming less of an anxious person overall. Um, This does not apply to, um, you know, if you are very much struggling with a diagnosed anxiety disorder or um, are going through other mental health struggles, please, please, please always talk to a professional, talk to a doctor. Um, I am not a doctor, obviously, and I can't share, you know, everything around this topic because I personally don't know. The only thing I'm going to be sharing in this episode is my personal experience in hopes that maybe this can help you. But like I said, if you are very much struggling with mental health and this issue and this topic, um, please always consult a professional or a doctor. So like I was saying, I feel like I personally used to be more of an anxious person all around. Um, I would say just in my day to day, basis. I just was used to feeling anxious and I would get anxious so much more easily than I do now. And I really do feel like this past year, I've kind of 
I've kind of become a different person. Like, I know it's kind of dramatic to say, but I feel like um, my family members or people who knew me, for example, like in high school, would see that I'm completely different than I was, like, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years ago, because I used to be so much more anxious. I used to be so worried and like, kind of just always uptight about things and always just thinking about whatever it was that was causing me so much more anxiety to the point where I'm at now where I feel like I'm so much more at peace and I really don't get that anxious as much anymore as I used to. Of course, I'm still human and there are things that, you know, spark my anxiety, but I really do feel like I've put in the work and I've made these changes both, you know, internally in my mindset that really have shifted myself and where I'm at today. And so I started to think about the five things that really contributed to this shift and contributed to who I am now and the version of myself that is really no longer that anxious because at the end of the day, I realized that I don't have to live my life in anxiety. And there are things that I can do to help with it on a day-to-day basis. And this takes time, you know, it takes practice, it takes time. You know, all the tips that I'm going to share, definitely feel free to write them down and take notes, but also remind yourself that this stuff doesn't transform overnight and it might just take time and practice of, you know, shifting a way of thinking, a way of feeling that might have been like that for many, many years into a way of thinking and feeling now that will best serve you going forward and will hopefully help you to not be as anxious on a day-to-day basis. So with all that said, let's start and jump into some of the tips. I'm going to start in order of like most practical slash like smallest tip that I think is most easy to like actually do. And then I'm going to get into some of the like broader um, like mindset shifts almost kind of tips. So the first one that really helped me with my anxiety and something I've really noticed, and this is something that you can literally start implementing now. If you're listening to this and you're like, damn, I have really bad anxiety. I feel anxious all the time. Listen to this. Simply switching my morning drink from coffee to matcha has helped my anxiety so much so 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 much and I know it sounds simple and I know I've said this before like on my Instagram and my TikTok but I promise you the switch that just from this one simple thing has helped me so much and this is for a few reasons okay so coffee for example let's start with coffee coffee is a stimulant and it causes a fight or flight response in the body It spikes our cortisol levels, which means that's our stress hormone. So that means our stress hormone is getting elevated when we drink coffee because we're activating our fight or flight system. And that's why we get energy. We get this like sudden boost of energy because we're raising our cortisol. Something to keep in mind, however, is that when we do this, we are also in can possibly be increasing the amount of anxiety that we have because our fight or flight system, cortisol, the stress hormone, is also associated with anxiety. And so I used to be the type of girl, you guys, like literally I would drink three cold brews, cold brews a day 
in college. In high school, even, I drank, like, multiple cups of coffee a day just to, like, get through the day and study and go out and have fun but also be productive. Like, whatever it was, I drank an absurd amount of coffee. And I don't think I ever, like, stopped to realize how much of an effect that coffee can have on our system and our nervous system in particular, which is, of course, associated with anxiety. (laughs) And it wasn't until like about a year ago when I started to realize like, okay, maybe I need to switch my coffee consumption or at least lower it. So I started to lower it down to one cup a day. And then eventually I started switching that one cup to matcha. And the great thing about matcha is that it also has caffeine in it. So you get like that little bit of an energy boost. But matcha also has a compound in it called L-theanine. And you can look this up. There's tons of research on it. L-theanine is what it's called. And the great thing about L-theanine is that it helps lower anxiety. Like I said, there's a bunch of studies on this, but it's a compound that literally helps to lower anxiety in the body. So you get both of that energy boost, but it's also being balanced out by the other properties in matcha that won't cause a such a drastic cortisol fight or flight response that coffee will. And I'm not just talking about one time. I'm talking about like every day switching from coffee to matcha. Over time, I have noticed my general day-to-day anxiety just kind of vanished. I didn't feel as anxious as much anymore, along with the other tips I'm going to share. But just from a purely physiological, whatever, how you say that, physical perspective, you know, a lot of anxiety is physical and the things we do and eat and drink can very much affect that just from a purely physical perspective switching from something like coffee to matcha has helped that part of like my anxiety so much and if you want to try it out if you don't believe me you know just try it out like the worst thing that can happen is you'll try matcha and you hate it but you shouldn't because I have amazing tutorials on my Instagram and TikTok on how to make matcha taste good. And I have all the tips on there if you want to know. But anyways, if you don't believe me, just give it a shot and see what happens. See if you feel any different. And if you still are going to drink coffee, number one rule is to not drink it on an empty stomach. Do not drink coffee on an empty stomach. That is just going to spike cortisol levels even more and make anxiety worse over time and throughout the day. The second tip I want to share kind of goes hand in hand with um, what I was saying earlier, like from a purely physical perspective, because the things we do eat, drink, etc. can affect our anxiety too on our bodies. My second tip was cutting back on my alcohol consumption. So alcohol, unfortunately, is also not great for anxiety and you guys might know the term hangxiety, which means like hungover anxiety. But when I was in college, I realized that drinking would always cause so much anxiety for me. And that is also looking at a pure like brain chemistry standpoint. That's what alcohol does, especially like the next day or two days after. The aftermath of alcohol can really, really impact our anxiety levels our um, like even like our happiness levels our serotonin like so much you know aftermath of alcohol and if you've been hung over before you probably know exactly what I'm talking about but once I left college I realized that I don't want to be drinking as much alcohol anymore and I realized that alcohol was really making my anxiety worse 
just, you know, throughout the week or after drinking, especially if I drink a lot. Um, it just wasn't good. And so not to say I don't drink at all now because I still do drink. I just drink way more in moderation and I'm being more mindful about it too. Like if I drink now, you know, I might know that the next day I'm going to feel more anxious. So I'm going to do things that really ground me more when I'm hungover, for example, to help with that anxiety, maybe to help counteract it. But generally speaking, I have cut back on my alcohol consumption so much and it feels very, very good um, to just realize that the aftermath of alcohol sometimes, especially anxiety, that was the worst problem for me, um, was just not worth it anymore. And so I'm very much more like at a um, like a place of peace when it comes to alcohol and realizing that I don't need to drink as much and I don't need to drink as often to like be happy or go out or be social or whatever it is. And I think that just starts with like your intention and being really intentional around alcohol. And honestly, now that I'm talking about it, I almost kind of want to make a whole podcast episode around like alcohol consumption and my thoughts now on drinking culture and everything. But you know, that's for another time. Let me know though if you want to hear that. But the point of today's tip is that if you're really struggling with anxiety or if you find that being hungover or being hungover or after drinking, you get way worse anxiety, this is something just to take into consideration that cutting back on alcohol for me personally has helped so, so much. On to the third tip. And this tip honestly, I think is my favorite one. If I had to choose one, all five of them are great. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Love all of them. They've all helped me so much. But I do think that this third tip is my favorite. And that is living in the present moment. I'm going to say it again. Learning to live in the present, in this present moment. And that's because Anxiety is a future feeling. Anxiety cannot live in this present moment. And I know some of you might be like, okay, Rebecca, but I feel anxious right now in this present. Like I am anxious in this present moment. Yes, I hear you. I understand how you can feel anxious in this present moment. However, whatever it is you're anxious about, does not exist in this present moment. Yes, you can feel anxiety in the present, but that anxiety does not exist right now. It exists in your head. It exists in the future. It exists as a concern, worry, fear that hasn't happened. And so I'm going to read you a quote that I really, really, really love, and it helps me so much every day. And it goes like this. I think it's by Lao Tzu. I'm not pronouncing it right, but here it is. If you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. And that is so powerful because I truly believe it, that anxiety cannot exist in this present moment if you are truly being present. If you are truly taking this moment right now, the moment, this moment in time, you are listening to my podcast right now, right here, whatever else you are doing, that's it. Focus on that. Focus in this moment exactly what you are doing right now, listening to my voice, and maybe you're going for a walk, or maybe you're, 
you know, cleaning up your room. In this moment that you're listening to my podcast, there is no anxiety. There is nothing wrong. Truly, in this second of time, there is nothing to be anxious about. And so whenever you are feeling, you know, super anxious about something, ask yourself, is that a problem that's happening to me right now in this moment? Does this exist right now in this moment? How can I ground myself back into this present moment to ease up this anxiety? And this is something that has seriously changed my life, you guys. Like the more I bring myself back into the present moment and just focus on my presence, no matter what it is that I'm doing, as long as I'm being focused on this second, this literal middle second of presence, my anxiety dissipates. And I know this can be different for everyone. And like I said, I always say this, what works for me might not work for you. But the more you can ground yourself into this present moment, the better off you'll be. And so some things that I like to do to bring me back into the present, if I really feel like my thoughts are racing and I'm feeling super anxious or whatever it is, I like to ground myself again and I like to come back to this moment. And so sometimes that looks like meditating. And if I feel really anxious, you know, I'll stop what I'm doing and I'll go for five minutes, just five minutes, and I'll close my eyes and I'll focus on breathing and I'll focus on the breath because that is truly when you're so present, you're just focusing on your breathing. You can even just take a few deep breaths. Like if you don't have fully enough time to meditate or you don't want to, stop what you're doing. Close your eyes. Take five deep breaths. Literally will take 15 seconds and you will feel so much better. You will feel so much more in the present. You will feel more in your body. Whatever it is, just slow down. Anxiety is also usually so like fast feeling. And the second we just slow down and come back to our body, that's when it dissipates. And so I challenge you to think about, you know, let's say hopefully you maybe you've gone to a yoga class before. Think about how present and amazing you feel after a yoga class. You don't feel anxiety when you're there, hopefully not at least, or at least right afterwards, because that's bringing you back into this present moment. Think about anything that brings you into this moment, into the present. You usually don't feel anxiety then, because like I said, anxiety is a future feeling. And so the more you ground yourself back into this present moment and truly get honest with yourself and push yourself to literally live in this present in this second, this moment in time, I promise, well, I guess I don't want to promise, but (laughs) I will say it will help you most likely so much, so, so much. So live in the present, guys. I say this all the time, but come back to this present moment. Trust me on it. All right, fourth tip. This one is also another favorite because I feel like I used to really struggle this one with this one at least, and I'll explain a little bit more. But the fourth tip is learning to surrender and to give up control. I'll say it again. Learning to surrender and to give up control. And this one is huge for me because... I think when I was younger, like mainly in high school, a little bit in college, I would really, really, really stress out about things that were kind of out of my control. And what I would do because it was out of my control, I would counteract that so hard 
by latching onto it and trying to control whatever it was, control the situation, control the outcome, control the person. Doesn't matter what it was. I really felt myself trying to control a situation when I felt the most out of control. And by doing that, you are actually doing the exact opposite of what you want. Because the second you just let go of control and you surrender and you say, okay, it is what it is. Whatever happens is meant to happen. That's the second you regain your power back. I know it feels counterintuitive to give up control, but once you give up control, that's when you gain the power back. That's when you feel good again. That's when the anxiety goes away because you've learned to just get back into this moment, get back to yourself and let go of anything that you literally cannot control anymore. And so I challenge you to think about that with any situation you're in. Ask yourself, how can I surrender in this present moment? How can I learn to let go of control of things that I have no control over? Because in reality, if we don't have control over something, it doesn't matter how much we worry and we cause these scenarios in our heads and how much anxiety we create about it. None of that is going to influence what happens. You know why? Because it's out of our control. So all the stories that you're telling yourself in your head or all the things you're getting anxious about, that's not going to help you. It's not going to change the outcome of the situation, the scenario, the person, whatever it is. It's not going to change anything and all it's going to do is drive you crazy. And so the best thing you can do is tell yourself, I let it go. What is meant to be will be. I'm going to do what I can control in this present moment. And that's enough. And so tell yourself that, like literally write write that down, you know, tell yourself, I surrender. I surrender to the situation. I surrender to the outcome and I've done everything that I can. And at this point, I'm letting it go. I'm not going to create these situations and scenarios in my head that don't exist. So really try that. I know it's not easy, but I'm telling you guys, it's helped me so much to just relax a little bit and to like not worry so much because I think as I've gotten older too, I've always looked back at the situations when I would worry and I look back now and I'm like, why was I so worried? Like everything turned out fine. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I'm sure you have that a situation like that that you can also look back on and be like, oh my gosh, I remember when I was so worried about this one thing and it ended up being fine. And it ended up being, you know what, even better than I thought it was going to be. Why did I worry so much? Why did I waste all of that energy worrying and causing anxiety? And so if you have a moment like that, use that as your evidence going forward to say, I'm going to let go of control and whatever will happen is going to happen. And I choose to be in this present moment and not feel anxious about it because it's out of my control. So my last tip, the fifth and final tip for you guys, is to create new mantras in your head whenever you feel anxiety starting to creep up. And this one has also helped me a lot because, you know, we're human. Anxiety, I don't think, is just going to ever 100% go away. I still get anxious. Don't, Don't even question that. I definitely still do. But I've started to learn like tools and tactics to help me when those times come up because it's inevitable. And so a big one for me is learning how to create a new mantra whenever I am feeling anxious. And 
you know, this mantra can look very different for everyone because anxiety affects all of us so differently. We get, we can get anxious about completely different things. What makes me anxious could make you completely not anxious and what you get anxious about could not affect me at all. And so there's not like a blanket statement mantra (laughs) that I would say to help you, but I would think it starts with identifying like your triggers and like what makes you anxious and then asking yourself like what's a good mantra or saying I can tell myself in those present moments when the anxiety comes up to kind of counterbalance and counteract that anxiety. And so for example, let's say you're really worried about something or it's it's anything around just like anxious thoughts. A good one that I like to tell myself is like, I am safe. I am okay. Nothing is wrong in this present moment. I am okay. I am safe. I am happy. I'm healthy. Whatever it is. I don't want to like completely give a whole laundry list. Because like I said, I really want you to create a mantra for yourself that will help you the most in those present moments. Because you know what makes you anxious. But it could just be as simple as that. Like I am safe. All is well. That's a good one. All is well. All is well in this present moment. So really think about a mantra that you can tell yourself that you can say over and over and over and over again until your mind gets on board. And that's really important is learning to repeat these things because saying it one time is not going to be enough. You have to repeat it. You have to like really like drill it in your head when you're feeling anxious, like drill those mantras in your head and, you know, write them down. Like if you're listening to this right now and you have a journal nearby you really, I want you to pause and just like think about it for a second. Like think to yourself right now, what is a mantra I can tell myself when I'm feeling anxious? Like write it down right now so that when you do get anxious again or anxiety comes up, you can remember, oh, okay, I remember I made this mantra. Um, Now I'm going to repeat it and tell myself it until I start to feel like at least a little bit better. So those were my five tips to help with anxiety, to help ease anxiety, and to help just feeling less anxious on a day-to-day basis because we all know that we are the anxious generation, as everyone likes to call it, between social media and, you know, all of this stuff. Um, Wow, I just thought of another tip, actually, that reminded me of something that's helped me with my anxiety, speaking of social media. So I guess here's a sixth, sixth bonus tip. And that is not checking my phone first thing in the morning. That has been life-changing, you guys. I literally sleep with my phone on airplane mode. And then I don't turn it off airplane mode until I've, like, at least meditated or, like, drank my matcha or whatever it is. Just, like, the first, like, 15 to 30 minutes of my day, I won't check social media. I won't check my phone because you are literally starting your day, like, on an anxious note by doing that. And so if you really want to take all of this stuff to the next level try not checking your phone and your notifications first thing in the morning because that really helps as well. So I hope you enjoyed my sixth bonus tip. Um, I really, really, really do hope that these tips can help you because I personally know how much it sucks to deal with anxiety on a day-to-day basis. And if you are in a similar position as me, I want you to know that it can get better. Um, It does take time. It takes practice. It takes work. And always feel free to get professional help talk to someone, talk to a therapist, go see a doctor. You know, I want you to do what's best for you, but maybe try using these tips in your day-to-day life and see if it makes a difference. So 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please, please, please feel free to take a screenshot and share it on your stories to just help as much people, as many people as possible. I just want to spread the word and share all the knowledge that I have and, um, you know, just help as many people as I can. So thank you so much for being here, for listening. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm sending you so much love.